there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino here on Thanksgiving Eve. Coming up on today's program, uh, no Nigel Seeley today to talk World Cup. He's actually uh, en route to Qatar as we speak. Adam Kramer is going to be on the program. VSIN contributor, writer, does a great job on college football. That's in 90 minutes. Mike Palm is going to be in studio today. And Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchin on the program as well. Are you pumped up, buddy? Are you psyched? Ready uh, to go. We, you know, er, most people would agree with this, that Thanksgiving is the best holiday of the entire calendar year. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to yep. come back with Christmas. I get it. That's fine. You have kids. Yeah, it's a big kind of, you know, to-do for some people. To me, it's been Thanksgiving, and it's always been like that my entire life. I love it. It's amazing. It's four days of leftovers. Yeah. I uh, picked up the ham yesterday. Got some of the sides. I get the turkey today. I pick up the mac and cheese today. Ready to go. Ready yep. to go to war. I can't wait. And all the sporting events, right? Don't oh, leave, yeah. Don't leave the house. Only better. Yeah, it's you're exactly right. You sit on the couch all day. You gain like 12 pounds sure. or all weekend. And uh, well, you maybe hit the Peloton next week. Yes. Right? Okay. So <laughs> we are here. The early game. At, you know, Typically, it's going to be like the Lions game. is. Some people will say it's a dud. I love the early game. I know it's been in Detroit forever. If they got rid of it, fine, whatever. But uh, I was also a very big Barry Sanders fan growing up, so I love that it was smack right there in the middle of the morning. Wake up, bam, there's Barry Sanders for a 73-yard run. But this, look at this number now with the Bills at the Lions, um, where it opened up and where it's sitting. At most shops in Las Vegas, it's 9.5. There is one stations where it's 10. You're also seeing on the screen right now DraftKings. They're laying 10, and the total is 54 there. 54.5 at almost every book in Las Vegas. Not surprised when we did a look-ahead numbers uh, last week. Um, we were going over this, and it was 51.5 at the time. And we're like, boy, this, this game uh, on turf, in a dome, good weather. It has points written all over it, and uh, that's what the market is saying as well. I have been saying for 10 years, get the Lions off Thanksgiving. It's enough already. It, it really is. I, mean, they can't, I, they, I still love the game, though. I want they, that early morning Thursday game. Yes, right, but they can't compete, and they've been a uh, horrible organization for quite some time. And they've had some uh, awful performances. How things have changed here. Now the three-game winning streak for Detroit, turning the season around. Could go over the win total. Uh, shut down Barkley last week. You have the rare occurrence here where the team's playing back-to-back road games, but in the same stadium in a span of a couple days. 
I know you're concerned about Josh Allen, and uh, they certainly struggle with the passing attack. The rushing game was fantastic. Shut down Chubb and Cleveland's rushing attack, and they got going, and yep. Cook had some big runs as well. But it is a Detroit defense that is bottom five in almost all the key categories. So I think Diggs has a big game. I think Allen gets back on track. It's a ton of points here, and Goff has played well with most of his touchdown passes at home, but always prone to the turnover. So, But again, we'll get into it with the middle game here. I mean, they're just a crazy point spread now with what you're talking about, and you've got to win by a significant margin. But that's what Buffalo does. Sure. When they win, they blow you out. Right. So, okay, I know what you said about the Lions and their defense on the year. As a whole, it's been really, really bad. You put anything into the short sample size where it's been, and I'll, I'll give you all the numbers here coming up in a second. They have been playing better on defense. Does that mean anything over the last three weeks? I know they're getting the bills in this offense. It's one of the best in the entire league. And here's the entire breakdown on this. If you go weeks one through eight with the defense Mm -hmm. on the Detroit side, we're talking about offenses like Philadelphia, Minnesota. That Seattle game was bonkers. It was, what, 48-45? Dallas and the Dolphins. Uh, Weeks one through eight, the Lions, this is like total EPA per play. They were dead last. Passing EPA per play, dead last. Explosive pass percentage allowed, 31st. Uh, rushing EPA per play, 29th. Explosive uh, rush percentage, 31st. Points per game, 30. So they were either dead last or very close to the very bottom in the league weeks one through eight against some pretty good offenses. If you fast forward to what we've seen the last three weeks, weeks nine through 11, that includes games against the Packers, the Bears, and the Giants. The total EPA per play allowed goes from 32nd to 10th. Passing EPA per play goes from 32nd to 9th. Points per game, dead last to ninth. Play success rate, 31st to 8th. And there are other, like the explosive pass, uh, pass percentage is still pretty high, and some other numbers are still kind of high. But over the last three games, and I know that this this whole thing could be completely different if the Packers actually scored touchdowns in the red zone. Yes. They, they lost that game, so yes. it's maybe a little bit misleading. But to their credit, you know, and this I think speaks to Dan Campbell, they like this dude, and they go out there and they play their guts out every single week, and they have, for what it's worth, yep. turned it around now, like in the last month. Oh, they could have packed it in. Well, one and six, absolutely. Uh, I think it's a whole different animal in ball game going against Buffalo. You're right. Green Bay moved the ball. Rodgers had three red zone interceptions. They did shut down Barkley. Then it became a Danny Dimes game, and that's a recipe for disaster. Right. As he kept turning the ball over. You don't want Danny Dimes throwing. He was 50-1 to one to have most passing yards last week. You almost got there. But you don't want him throwing the ball and chucking it like that. Uh, and then certainly Miami moved it and did whatever they wanted as well, and, and Fields did too, but they got the, the key turnover uh, in that game as well. So I, I don't think they slow down Buffalo at all. We'll see what Goff can do if they can uh, score with him. And the Jamal Williams story, you know, I, I think it had to be higher than this. One book tweeted out he was 300-1 to before the season to lead the league in touchdowns. Oh, man. I mean, this is crazy what this guy's doing. Uh, it, well, what will they do? I don't think they do much. In terms of points and move it against, the, it could be garbage time, which you could be looking at for Goff. But if they turn it over, they will get buried and they will be carried well, out in the early game. They have to avoid the turnovers, yeah. no doubt. I think this is going to be, you know, based on game flow and how big of a uh, point spread this game is, St. Brown's going to get his targets for sure. Mm-hmm. That's who he is, it's what he does. And no Hawkinson now, and you think that Goff's going to throw to him, you know, yeah, 10, yeah. 12, 15 yeah. times. Is there any concern? This is Josh Allen since the bye. If you go back, to the Green Bay game on Sunday night, fast forward to, to Cleveland, his numbers overall. 13 of 25 for 218, two touchdowns and two INTs. It's not very good. 18 of 34 against the Jets, 205, no touchdowns, two INTs. That's the game where he got hurt. Came back, played against the Vikings, 29 of 43 for 330, one touchdown and two INTs. And last week in the win against the Browns, it was more the running game with Singletary and Cook. He yes. was 18 of 27 for a buck 97 in his score. Yeah, not so much last week because they got the running game going. I thought he played well. Uh, well, I thought he played well against Minnesota, but with the silly turnovers and the the Jet game was just crazy. I mean, he just made some stupid throws and poor decisions in the Jets game. But this is the game he has to get back on track. Now, if he struggles here and he's careless and reckless with the ball again and misses throws again. Then you have to be very concerned. Yeah, he, he was, again, last week, I don't know what the problem was, he was missing throws left and right in the game against the Browns, and yeah. it was not even close. Yeah. So I don't know, if, again, there's a problem there with the overall grip. Um, they're going to downplay as much as they possibly can. It goes didn't back run. to maybe the elbow. Didn't, sorry, he didn't run either. That's right. 
and the concern about the injury, but I think he only had seven rushing yards. I mean, that's I mean, it's usually a little bit like Fields, where you just want the prop over, too. Well, don't you think that that's kind of dialed in the game plan now? Like, Josh, we're not calling yeah. any more design yeah. runs, man. We don't want you to yeah. get hurt. Or get out of bounds. Don't look for, don't search for contact. Mm-hmm. Don't take on a linebacker. Get out of there. Here is uh, Lions head coach Dan Campbell on what makes Allen so tough to defend. He's an issue because he, he can do everything. Now, I think he's one of the best when it comes to doing all-encompassing, man. He can throw the ball. He's an accurate passer. He can run with it, uh, RPOs. He can quarterback-driven runs. He can launch it. He can read defense. He, he does everything. So I think more than anything, we got to keep everything in front of us and uh, make him dink and dunk. Can they do that? No. No. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it should be Diggs and, and Davis down the field for big plays. Look at, I think look, that, that should happen. Look at this with Diggs. I think last week was a complete outlier. He only had five targets. He caught four of those passes for 48 yards and a touchdown. But if you go back, he had 16 targets against Minnesota. I know that was a crazy game. Mm. He had 10 against the Jets. He had eight against Green Bay, pulled in six for a dollar eight and a touchdown. He had 13 targets against KC, 11 against Pittsburgh. I mean, so he's had... Five and six targets in two games, but other than that, it's it's ten, it's thirteen, it's fifteen, it's sixteen targets. You know, again, based on game flow here, maybe he doesn't get a dozen targets in this game. But I think when they're if they open it up, I think it is going to be what you just said, where it's going to be Diggs and maybe a little bit of Davis, Davis, and then they rely on Singletary and what we saw from James Cook last week. Big. I thought that dude looked phenomenal. Yes. Against the Browns. That showed how good they were last week. I mean, I know the Browns are awful defensively, but that you didn't have good practice all week. You're snowed in. The travel concerns, switching the games to Detroit, and you, and you still win and, uh, and and do what you want offensively. The other thing, too, as much as much has been made about Hill and Jefferson, and rightfully so, Hill's got 1148. Jefferson's got 1093. Diggs has 1033. Oh. I mean, he could still lead the league in receiving yards. He could. I mean, he might have 150 yards uh, tomorrow. So. That's another one where keep your eye on this guy, too, for the props. I think he's 4-1, to one, something like that, most receiving yards this yep. year. Yep. I brought up St. Brown. Uh-huh. He, you know, Again, the targets for him going back, 8, yep. 11, 9, 10. He only had one against Dallas, but remember, that's when he left the game early, and he got banged up in that game. But if you go back again, that the whole talk to begin the season, he had 8 for 64 in a score, 9 for 116 and two touchdowns. Um, if he stays in this game the entire time, Goff's going to go to him a lot. Because it's tough to, maybe they do it, maybe they shock the world, but it's tough to see, like, and Swift is okay, by the way. He practiced in full yeah. yesterday. Yeah. It's That's tough to big. see, like, that the Lions getting out to a 17-3 lead, running the ball with Swift and also Williams, and they're going to just milk the clock and run. That doesn't this doesn't happen very often this play, if the game is played 100 times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I'd follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Happy Thanksgiving from Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Feast on all the action with Bet Rivers this holiday season. Football, basketball, hockey, the World Cup, and more. There's plenty to be thankful for with Bet Rivers. Check out the Thanksgiving Day promotions, including a football bet and get, first TD insurance, and single game parlay bet and get. Head to the website, which is betrivers.com, or download the Bet Rivers app today. It's a whole new game. So many sporting events going on a daily basis. During Feast Week and Thanksgiving Week, college basketball, the World Cup, NBA, uh, full slate of hockey today. Paulie's going to run down what happened yesterday with the uh, betting action in Win Some, Lose Some. Coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. All right, another prop caches. No goal in the first 25 minutes. Germany, Japan, we're 30 minutes in. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, Beeson's preferred horse racing app. Use code HORSE200 for the $10. Plus, get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI assisted picks. First Bet app's easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website details at slash horses. Please. Support the sponsors and sign up now. Absolutely. Uh, college football here, as Adam Kramer does a great job writing about the slate every week at vcin.com. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Kegs and Eggs. Adam, good morning. Before we get into the games that we have coming up this weekend and scenarios and uh, you brining a turkey this year, which is uh, fantastic, uh, you wrote about this kind of recapping last week's action. The, the, if you had the under in the Stanford game <laughs> and you lost like that, you, you, you said it was like one of the most bizarre decisions you've ever seen a coach make. I mean, what was he doing? What's the point of that other than like the total? Just an agent of chaos, right? He just like, he just wants <laughs> yes. to. I, I, here's my best guess because I've been thinking, I was talking about this with a friend who lost on this game. You have this kicker with a huge leg. And I guess you're like, this really doesn't matter. Let's not get anybody hurt. And let's just show off this huge, and the kick was incredible, by the way. Not only do you lose on the fact that he makes this decision to kick this meaningless kick down 10 points, but then he drills it. Like, and it's for, from the college standpoint, I know the NFL kickers just make everything these yeah. days. It's mm-hmm. incredible. Yeah. But from the college standpoint, that's like unheard of. I, oh, it's incredible. I, don't have a good, I don't have a good answer for you on this other than I'm watching this and I'm thinking I really would hate to lose money on this. And I, I know a fair amount of people that did. So to those folks, I'm, I'm just sorry. Uh, same here. He's your favorite guy, Pauly. I mean, it's a <laughs> six. You, you, you nailed it though. It's college football, the extra points at adventure. And the kid comes out from <laughs> 61 and he buries it to put it over the total. <laughs> My God, it was a surreal piece of theater. I, I couldn't believe it. After last night, how many times have you gone through these wild scenarios here and even throwing in like an 11 and 2 Oregon if they can get in this thing? That's, I think that's as far as you can go now. And I, I don't know how far it is. You just even look at like the betting odds, right? I think the last time I had checked, I haven't checked since last night, they were 200 to 1. So for Oregon to get in, you've got, you've got to have a slew of weirdness. You need Clemson to lose, you need uh, TCU to lose. It would help if Ohio State or Michigan lost badly, right? You need all these things to happen. And obviously you can't have LSU win, mm-hmm. you know, because that's, right. that's another thing. So, so as we get to this point of the year, every time we do this, guys, we, we've talked long enough. You know that I, I do love chaos. Um, I, want, I want these kinds of scenarios. I want the committee to struggle. And the committee has yet to really have to struggle. I do see a couple of scenarios here maybe a one-loss TCU and a one-loss Michigan, where they're going to have to struggle. Um, and I um, want that. But Tennessee losing, quite honestly, took some of the chaos scenarios, a lot of it out. I mean, that looked like a team that was booked 
for a very yep. compelling resume for them. And the fact that they lost now, I think, you know, it's setting up another situation where if things trend well, and they've really trended chalky on conference championship weekend, largely, the exception of maybe Alabama, you, you know, they're going to have another yeah. year handed to them. I don't want that. I want weird. I might be off on this, and it could be actually backwards thinking. What's better for the Big Ten? Three-point loss by Michigan or Ohio State? So it's funny. I was talking to somebody about this last night. The, the Big Ten wants a very close Michigan win. That would be ideal for the Big Ten because the knock on Michigan is going to be the out-of-conference scheduling, mm-hmm. right? And you stack up resumes side-by-side, side and you're going to say, my God, they played UConn, Hawaii, and Colorado State. That's what Michigan did. You look at Ohio State and you're going to say, hey, they played Notre Dame, and that looks like a pretty good win. <laughs> now, it didn't at the time, and when they lose to Marshall and Stanford, you're like, what does that mean? But I think it does now. So for the Big Ten, you want a Michigan win, and you want a close one. And then the other thing, I think, when, from a pageantry standpoint, <laughs> there's just not many ponies, show ponies, better than Ohio State, right? This is an optics thing. Make no mistake about it. You have a group of people deciding this. Yeah. Are you going to choose to leave Ohio State out? I, I think the, the Big Ten wants a Michigan win. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. I also think, you know, I'm pretty convinced that if USC wins out, Adam, they're going to be in as a 12-1 and champion out of the Pac-12. My problem is I don't think they're going to win out. I bet I bet Notre Dame plus six yesterday. Um, do you think they even get by the Fighting Irish this weekend? By the way, one thing on that, the fact that they're behind LSU is absurd. Of course like, that's it a is. Really, now, tinfoil hat guy real quick, and then yeah. I'll answer your question. I think the committee does this where a team has like a show-me game coming up, and they're like, sure, we'll just put them here, and if they win, we'll move them up. It's mm-hmm. that simple. So that, that's what they're doing with USC. That's a tough game for me to figure. I, I do wonder, and I, I, oh, it's dangerous to do this, but I'm going to do it anyways. Like, what is the emotional and physical stature, uh, status of USC after that game against UCLA? That was in a very emotional game. Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley both were like emphatic, which you don't, we haven't seen at all after that game. And I do wonder how much is left in the gas tank. It's been a very chaotic year for them, too. So I would lean Notre Dame with the points. Okay. And Caleb Williams is getting to that Bryce Young magical level in terms of watching him. And betting against him just does not sound like a great deal of fun at this point. The guy is on another level, another groove. And obviously we've seen from the Heisman odds, he's he's right there now. I'm with you. They put so much into that and a shaky defense uh, if, if Notre Dame can pull the upset. How about Oregon, Oregon State? I love the Beavers in this spot. I, I really do. And look, Bo Nix, uh, the rumors last week swirled. They moved the, the line around. Uh, he ultimately played. Guys, by the end of that game, he clearly was not comfortable and healthy, right? I mean, that, that did not look good for Bo Nix. I, I, you know, and who knows? I think he'll ultimately play, but what position is he going to be in? I, I don't really care, though, to be honest. Oregon State has been a covering machine lately. They've been a covering machine at home. This is a really good football team. They almost beat USC. They should have beat USC, by the way, when they played at them at home earlier yes. this year. This is a team that many people are sleeping on. I know they're top 25 now. Um, this line just is called to me from from the jump here, and I, re- I really like Oregon State. By the way, what I, this game hopefully is not lost amid a slew of really important rivalry games. Like, this is as much juice as this game has had, it feels like, in quite some time. Good point. Absolutely. How about the Apple Cup? You know, I I really, again, we talk about playing Caleb Williams and how miserable that looks. This is a Washington offense that looks tough, and yet Washington State is pretty scrappy, and the line says it should be scrappy. And I kind of have maybe not as strong a vibes as I do for Oregon State, but I think Washington State's another team that people have kind of slept on. That is a nice balanced team that's found a way to to win. So again, very similar situation as as good as Washington has been. Check the weather, by the way, in this game. Mm-hmm. Isn't this game when you think of this game? Don't you think of just like a light rain and fog? Of course, <laughs> yeah. Like, like no matter what, it's yeah. like the weather is not going to be good, and I'm sure it probably won't be here. So keep an eye on it. I had checked earlier in the week, and they were saying exactly that, which I think, by the way, is advantage Washington State. So yeah, I lean toward the dog once again. Okay, take us through. You wrote about this, Vison.com. Uh, last year you deep fried the turkey. Now what are you going to do this yeah. year? And take us through b- both scenarios the last couple years. All right, so I am literally about to go grab some ice to get the brine going for tomorrow. And the brine, brown sugar and salt, and then I'm going to throw in a couple of oranges, a little garlic, 
couple of onions. I'm going to let that thing sit for about 24 hours. Now, this year, we're putting a little little twist on the turkey, and we're going to do kind of a Cajun, I'm doing two two turkeys this year. Got a lot of people coming, right? So it's got to get my, my schedule under wraps today, but I'm going to do a Cajun rub and a Cajun-infused uh, injection. So get, get a little spicy, get a little chili powder, uh, try, and, try and take a few chances this year with my experiment <laughs> bird, right? It's like a beta bird. Yeah. Um, so we're going to try that, but... You know, it's like I got a, I've got a system that works. Like I'm Nick Saban trusting the process here. So I'm a little nervous if I divert from that much. It's gonna, it's, it's not gonna work out for me. But today is an important day, as you guys know. If you're cooking turkeys, you get, you win it today, right? You, you can lose it and win it today if you don't brine your turkeys. Please do so for your family and all your friends coming over. Okay, so I'm a little bit confused here. I'm trying to tell myself that you've actually done this before. Yeah, but oh, you have okay. So was it a success then? Oh yeah, no, for sure. I've done this now for about about ten years. The, the brining. brining is tried and true, right? So I have a big cooler. I've got two turkeys. I get my salt, my brown sugar, everything that I need, and then and I just soak the birds. The the part uh, and injecting as well. So you're injecting it with uh -huh. butter. I inject it with a little hot sauce, a little bourbon, and a little garlic salt. And you inject it, but you don't do that until tomorrow. You'll do that kind of right before the turkeys are going to go in. Where I'm going to experiment a little bit, very carefully, is with the rub. So get the turkey brined, take it out, let it sit, put a big, big helping uh, of seasoning on it. And I'm going to try and season that thing up accordingly and make it just a little little Cajun style. Not too much, because I feel like I'm, I'm with people that, frankly, aren't going to even like this. Yeah, but I'm doing this for me, not them. Sure. Yeah, exactly. I don't. It, I, I don't want to go too far. It sounds amazing. I want some of it. Uh, you, you need to take some photos and put it on Twitter. Um, I need to see what this looks oh, yeah. like, Adam. Okay. Thank you. Follow him there. He's at Kegs and Eggs. Thank you so much for the time. Enjoy the games and happy Thanksgiving. Appreciate it. You too, guys. Take care. Yep. We have a goal. We'll tell you about that coming up next in the Germany Japan match, and also tease up, tease down, or pass coming up here. Follow the money. The money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NFL, and new customers can bet $5 on any team and pocket $150 in free bets on any team to win. Download the app and use code VSIN. When you sign up, code VSIN. Got to be 21. DraftKings.com. For full details. Today is Wednesdays with the Maestro. Mike Palm joins us in studio. He is the VP of Circle Las Vegas, the Golden Gate, and the D in downtown Las Vegas. Good morning today, Mike. How are you? Good morning, Mitch. Good morning, Paul. Good hey, morning, Fall River, Massachusetts, our loyal Nesson family, Maryville, Indiana, Peekaboo Marquis. We see you, Pembroke, Ontario, and Roger Sportsnet in Canada. Green Tea, Pennsylvania, and the Pittsburgh area on AT&T, and Lancaster, California, the sunrise over Spectrum. Where do you power rate Thanksgiving? It's compared to what? Other Thursdays? Yes. It's a strong Thursday. Other days it's of the week. It's a strong Thursday. <laughs> pretty Holy good. Thursday's right up there. You, don't, uh, you, you strike me as a guy who would not have this as the best holiday on the calendar. Well, my wife doesn't like turkey. now, So now I'm in this spot where we're just going to go out to eat because she doesn't want to eat turkey. So oh, there's no home cooking okay. uh, for, for this holiday for me. Uh, it, it's okay. It's okay. What, Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. I'm a big stuffing guy. I love oh, stuffing. Yeah. I just, that's oh, yeah. good call. This is, you, you rarely get it, right? I mean, we have the Bobbies here at Capriati's. Right. So, but <laughs> I, I love the stuffing. So, I mean, we always used to go to my aunt's house, my mother's older sister, who's my godmother. Growing up, and of course, that's where the story comes from. Michael, get your jacket over the the, the Christmas sure. the Christmas designee who you give the gift to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then the games, and then uh, you know, I remember the two games, Detroit and Dallas. Then we had to have the third game and and all this. So it, it's look, this weekend coming up is underrated though. Thanksgiving, the day itself, you know, top five holiday, but. <sighs> But top five. But you're married to a chef, so I mean, it goes no, way no, no. up this, for you. It, forget about uh, this. It was yeah. way before her. Well, anyhow, I think Ronnie Palm was a Christmas guy. That's yeah, that's the way it seems. Christmas that's Eve. Why. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Uh -huh. Anyhow, yeah. But this stretch now from from tomorrow 
through through Sunday is incredible. Oh, yeah. I, I, week. Because you have the World Cup added on top of all of this. Yes. And all this good college football action. And then all the survivor drama. I mean, it's what what is your favorite six hour block of the weekend? I, I, I was thinking to ask oh, this question God. to you. Oh, my God. Well, t- Friday oh. is extra special just because we get USA England. I, I mean, think it's Friday. I think yeah. it's Friday from 10 to 4 because you get USA England and then Iowa, Nebraska for the Big Ten West. Well, that'll be nap time. No, no it's not nap time. Come on. The job time. that Ference has done with this team, this is one of the worst <laughs> no, offenses oh, in history. Wait, wait. England, could beat us, <laughs> England could beat us 3 0. Yeah. Come on. You, you I, can, how you, come we can't do that in the contest? I want to take England minus a goal and a half or minus two goals, but that's an alternate spread. You can't use it in the contest. That was my play for the contest. Oh, for Betsgiving? Yes. Are you guys excited? You're the seven why to not? one installed as the favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah I told Danny Burke, he said it's illegal. I said, why can't I lay a goal and a half? They're going to kill us. Like, it's not allowed? Well, it's not allowed? That's an alternate spread. Oh, so it's got alternate spreads are not allowed. So you're telling me that you're super excited for Iowa, but Thanksgiving's only in the top five. Well, what am I going to do? We're going to go to lunch. We're going out to lunch, and then we're going to get to the mall to get to the 6 o'clock specials. Okay. Well, we just talked about this, but at least Las Vegas, you live in a great city for this because so many restaurants go out of their way because they oh, know, yes, like— very good. It's yeah. very good. Berries. Yeah. Bear, here, the steakhouse Berries. is they're, doing They're becoming famous oh, for their Thanksgiving that? spreads. Oh, boy. But people come here just for that. I'm sure. The, the one time they eat here, they make it special, their Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, I said that this was uh, an unprecedented move by a sports book in the previous hour. Can you explain this whole deal that you guys did with college football over the week, what you did, what you were offering, how betters responded, and if you guys are going to offer something like this in the future? Well, we've done this occasionally during the year. Yeah. This has gotten a little steam now because a major media magnet like Mitch Moss picked up on it. Mm. But, yes, we're, we're offering. Now, not on games under three, but on games over three, we're offering lay the points and take the game at a half point more. So lay 10.5, take 11. Right, lay seven, take seven and a half uh, on these games. It, you know the college football handle's been incredible. Uh, what we've been doing the last few weeks with it, and uh, you know some some we're getting real close to where Saturdays are going to be equal to Sundays here. How, how did the sharp betters mm-hmm. respond to this? Did, did a lot of them take both sides? And you guys are okay with that? Obviously, it's, and we're okay with it. Yeah, it's all right. We take those. We take the action. We want to write tickets. We want to write tickets. That's what this is all about. And you want to you want to take big bets too. Sure we do. Yeah, are you taking big bets in the World Cup? Uh, you know, not individually big bets, but we're taking a lot of bets. Now, the, these minor games, and I say minor games because there's, like, no local interest yeah. or, you know, we're writing, like, thirty to 40,000 on these games. But then the Mexico game, the USA, I can't wait to see this USA-England. If Maybe we can write a quarter million on it. I don't know. But there'll be so much. The book's sold out pre-reservations. All right. And we had a good crowd here too, over 150 people for the first game against Wales, and the Mexican crowd was just—it was awesome yesterday. The, the, the video, the video of the the reaction of the fans when they saved the penalty. But Cho was one tough. guy broke his the, the drum. He broke the tempity. He hit it. He hit it so hard. <laughs> yeah, he's unreal, Ocho. What he's, he's done oh, through great. the years, great. Tough. Yep. And yet their team in the league yeah. gives up three goals a game. So explain that to <laughs> me. Yeah, doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Serious. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, back to, uh, so on that note, though, with the handle there and the college football has been off the charts. Were you? Were you also offering that like on the Ohio State-Michigan game? So, And if so, could I lay seven with that's Ohio not, State, take second, seven not, and a half with Michigan? That's not the one of the ones. That's it's not you one avoided of the that featured one. Because you yeah. know that that handle is going to be off the charts and, anyway. And that game might move back and forth too, right? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that's an interesting game. We'll, 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 I'm sure we'll end up needing Ohio State because of the, our allegiance to, to Michigan and the, the alumni that come here all the time and that. So uh, we'll probably need Ohio State there. I'm, I'm taking the Buckeyes. Uh, I'm laying the seven and a half, and uh, I feel good about that now because uh, the comments from Ryan Day yesterday, they, they haven't forgotten what happened last year, and it still stings. Beat them up. Well, they, they got beat on the, the, the line, both sides oh, of the yes. ball. Yes. They got dominated. Yep. Yes. Yep. And then, then the born on third baseline from Harbaugh <laughs> oh, afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. He's right, but still, I stick it to, he stuck it the day afterwards. So I'll ask you. I asked Adam Kramer, what's better for the Big Ten? Close Michigan loss, close Ohio State loss. No, you, they, the Big Ten definitely needs Michigan to win because of the, the strength of schedule is so bad. I mean, they're what are they, the bottom four in strength of schedule in the whole country? And UConn is better. I mean, Moore's done a good job, but they played them earlier yeah. in the year. But right, I yeah. mean, Colorado State, we won, at one point thought was the worst team in the whole country. Hawaii, who, who took care of business yeah. against UNLV. Everybody in the country had Hawaii in that game, or that game I thought. Um, but uh, it, it's just it's pretty weak. 
This Michigan defense is is awfully good. I I don't know. I think this game. I cannot see a route. I'll be shocked if Ohio State wins by two touchdowns. I think the game will be close. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm a, I don't disagree with you on Notre Dame. I. I oh, you it, said that on Monday. It's a I, terrible spot though, because of the emotion of the win. Yes. Or, and it was a 48 to 45 game. They lost to David Shaw. Well, yeah, they but they play to up Mar- to the competition. They lost yeah. to Marsh. What Clemson? What did they play up to? They, that was, they that destroyed. Was a, well, they were a dog in the game. Not, they killed yeah. them. They, they destroyed Clemson. Okay, they beat that North was Carolina. in, in Notre Dame Stadium on a Saturday night. This yeah. is the Coliseum. Yeah. Okay, they'll be on the road. They barely beat the Navy. All right. The Navy. They had to hang on for dear <laughs> that life. Was a against, bad second against half. the Navy. That was a was bad second half. Horrible second half. Yeah. Well, and, the, and the snowstorm here, Boston College is no good anyhow. Yeah. I don't take anything. You from think that. USC blows them out? I just think USC will get to forty, and I don't think Notre Dame can get to thirty. Oh, oh wow. my God! You think, yeah. you think Williams is too much of a freight train too right much. now? Oh, that's it. Then. It's that's just too Heisman. much. That happens. I'm I'm so concerned about the defense of USC. Yeah. Don't you don't you envision the, 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 the passing fu- game of Notre Dame? Is I watched them in person against BYU. But do they have to pass, though? Can't they just keep it on the ground the entire game, but control get, the clock? You better get ahead, then. You can't get behind two scores. That'll yeah. be difficult. They got to have a. They got to come out of the gates, then, against USC. I'd take the ball first if I was Notre Dame and try to get it. You know what I mean? Try right. to get ahead in this game. You're going to have a huge hand. Can you imagine the handle on the two games? Essentially standalone. There's, there's, Ohio there's State, a, lot of, a lot of great games yeah. this weekend. Uh, well, Clemson, South Carolina, okay. But well, everyone, South Carolina can, could win that game. Well, yeah. I think, I think they, they play. Could. Why can't they? I mean, why yeah. can't they? Yeah, it's their I, rivalry I, game. They're not going to be down for it. No, and Clemson is—they're completely overrated. Clemson. Yes, but it's still a fourteen and a half point spread. I'm talking about everybody watching for the most part. Ohio yeah. State, Michigan. And then you close yeah. it out. With, Fair enough. With USC, and it's Notre a nice Dame. bookend. Nice bookend yes, it is. Saturday. That is strong, yeah. right? And a good job moving the Apple Cup to a, a late game as well. Uh, that'll that'll be intriguing. Mm-hmm. So, the scenarios here. I mean, you think it's going to work out for the committee? They could really have a headache. Because of TCU? TCU loses, USC loses. Can Matt Campbell beat TCU? <laughs> I'm surprised the spread. It's only 10. <laughs> no, I think it's high. I think it's a little yeah, high. I'm with you on that. Because this is the classic trap spot. Yeah. This is the spot where Matt Campbell's going to put up something and people are going to say, see, this guy can coach. Oh, he is good. Yeah, yeah. I, I still love Sonny Dykes. <laughs> All calm. Like, what's the big deal? We work on it in practice. Yeah, I know. We with practice the fire it. drill with the with the field goal team coming out there after the a run. little risky, yeah. a little yeah, bit, yeah, it was a little risky, but little but, risky. but it was perfect. I uh, mean, the way yeah. they did it, it was yeah. perfect. I, so I'm with you on that though. Can't you like see this game with TCU where it's like third quarter, squeaky bum time? They're I, down I, 14, 13. Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. I, I could, but, but I watched the first half of that Iowa State game against Texas. Oh, I moved God, the was ball. That, against was Texas. that ugly? Yeah. Was that ugly? Yeah, that was horrific. But yeah. uh, and then they'll get Kansas State in the Big Twelve championship game, which. Without the quarterback injury, Kansas State was ahead in that game the Blowing first time. Up, up 20, Remember? 10. Yeah. Yes. Um, my, um, Paul Stone made the game, what did he say yesterday? Like TCU, maybe a point? I believe that's what Paul Stone said. Yeah, because it's right down the street from him. Right. Wow. That's about, what do you think of that? Now, your picks have been on fire this year on the Friday Night Invitational I, here at Beeson. I'd, I'd be surprised if TCU gets into the playoff. I don't think they're going undefeated. And it could be this week or it could be uh, against Kansas State. I just, they, they, they can't win all the close ones. The Vikings won all the close ones for a yeah, while, too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we just need to get LSU out of there. You don't if, have to worry about that. If LSU beats Shocks the World and beats Georgia, yeah. then it's total chaos. Absolutely ridiculous they're ahead of USC. Is, is Alabama still in play? No, no chance. I see. Yes. Two no close losses at the buzzer yes. on the road. No chance. I think they Give are me the in wins. play. No. I do no think way. they're in Give play. Give me the wins. Who'd they beat? Texas? Oh, we beat Texas and Miss State. No chance. Yeah, it's the committee. No way. No chance. With total chaos, I or think they're alive. I think no. they're alive. No. Yep. <laughs> Mike Palm's going to run down the biggest gaffes of the previous week uh, and no hyperbole coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Happy Thanksgiving, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Feast on all the action this holiday season. Football, basketball, hockey, World Cup, and more. Plenty to be thankful for with Bet Rivers. Check out their great Turkey Day promotions. First touchdown insurance, single game parlay, bet and get. Head to betrivers.com or download the app today at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. No bias. You will respect my authority. No pulled punches. Your wife cheated on you because you lost sight of who you are as a man. As a husband, no agenda. There is no fear in this dojo. This is no hyperbole. This is the best part of the week. Here's the maestro, Mike Baum. All right, number five, Win, Place, and Shaw. The latest installment of the big game happened on Saturday in Berkeley. Three and seven, Stanford led three and seven, Cal, 17 6, heading into the fourth quarter. The Golden Bears rallied on the strength of a 37-yard scoop and score. And when Jay Knott plunged into the end zone from one yard out with 58 seconds remaining, Cal led 27-17. That's when David Shaw and his Cardinal Air Raid went to work. (laughs) Starting on their own 20-yard line with 54 seconds left and down two scores, Stanford threw the ball all around the yard. Incomplete pass, 5-yard pass, 12-yard pass, incomplete pass, Seven-yard pass, incomplete pass, 13-yard pass, incomplete pass. Eight plays and 49 seconds later, and the tree had reached the promised land, the Cal 43-yard line. 43-yard line. David Shaw trotted not Jet Toner, but Joshua Cardi out there to attempt a 61-yard field goal. Mind you, his career long had been 53 yards. For the Cardinal, the kick meant everything. Either they would lose 27-20 to 20, or they would lose... 27 to 17. Cardi nailed it, and it wasn't a line drive. It looked like he was kicking a 30 yard field goal. And the game, well, the game went over the total of 46 and a half. Over betters rejoice while under betters ask the question posed so beautifully by Annie Lennox in 1992. Why? It was an ironic <laughs> twist of fate as David Shaw has made under betters plenty of money through the years by maintaining the 19-yard field goal as a staple of his offense. (laughs) Number four, when time becomes too extra. It is said that the one thing you can't replace is time, except in Qatar and this month's World Cup. During typical matches in major soccer leagues across the globe, you will see one or two added minutes at the end of a first half and typically three or four added minutes at the end of the second half. So far, the added time in Qatar has been anything but typical. Consider this. Qatar Ecuador had five minutes added in each half. England Iran had 14 minutes added to the first half and 13 minutes to the second half. Senegal Netherlands had three minutes added to the first half, 10 minutes added to the second half. And USA Wales had four minutes added to the first half and 10 and a half minutes added to the second half. 
The England match was the longest that didn't go to extra time in the World Cup since 1966. Gareth Bale, who equalized for the Welsh against the Americans with an 82nd minute penalty kick, said after the game, quote, I can't believe nine minutes was added on. Where did that come from? <laughs> Even the France-Australia game with a 4-1 to score had seven minutes of added time after the second half. While World Cup officials have sought to minimize players intentionally wasting time, it appears as though they are considering the normal time it takes to execute goal kicks, corners, and throw-ins as wasted time. This distorts not only the expectations of the players and coaches, but of betters who are trying to gauge proper pricing on sides and totals in play. World Cup officials need to be transparent exactly where all this time is coming from and justify it within the framework of the rules. Number three, standing pat. It sure looked like the Patriots and Jets were headed to overtime, tied 3-3 in Wendy Foxborough on Sunday. New England stopped the Jets on third and one from their own 34-yard line and used their second timeout with 26 seconds remaining in regulation. Braden Mann came on for his 10th punt of the afternoon. The Patriots' Marcus Jones was back deep to return. Jones would say after the game, we were certain they were going to punt it out of bounds. But Mann drove his punt down the center of the field, and Jones returned at 84 yards, crossing the goal line with just five seconds remaining, and giving the Patriots not only a 10-3 win, but an improbable cover as well. It was a cruel fate for the Jets' offense that averaged two inches per play in the second half. And why not punt it out of bounds? Yep. Surely we all remember Deshaun Jackson's walk-off punt return against the Eagles a dozen years ago. Had man say given up 15 yards to angle it through the sidelines, the Patriots would have had the ball around their own 30-yard line with less than 15 seconds to go and only one timeout. And the extremely windy conditions made any field goal attempt of distance treacherous. The normally automatic Pats kicker Nick Folk had already missed two field goals earlier. After the game, Jets head coach Robert Salah would only say that Mann punted well all day, but, quote, hung one down the center late. He also said the thought of replacing little Zach Wilson with Mike White was, quote, the furthest thing from his mind. The Jets likely are a just a decent quarterback away from being a playoff team and maybe a decent head coach as well. Number three, unwily veterans. The Broncos led the Raiders 16-13 late in their matchup in Denver on Sunday afternoon. Coming out of the two-minute warning, coming out of the two-minute warning, the Broncos faced third and 10 from their own 34. The Raiders had no timeouts remaining. Russell Wilson dropped back to pass and threw an incomplete pass deep down the field. 153 remained on the clock. The Raiders were punted and pinned into their own 15, but still had 152 to go. Had the Broncos run the ball, or had Wilson taken a sack instead of the incompletion, the Raiders would have had a minute or less. The Raiders went 71 yards in seven plays before Daniel Carlson field goal sent the game to OT. They won the toss, and Derek Carr found Devontae Adams from 35 yards out to win the game 22-16. After the game, head coach Nathaniel Hackett was asked about the Wilson incompletion. He said that he had and Mills Wilson had discussed the situation during the two-minute warning. Quote, you have to keep the clock running one way or the other. Whether you take a shot down the field and you try to go up, maybe you get a pass interference opportunity, or you do catch it and win the game. If it doesn't, the one thing is you have to be sure the clock is running. It gives us a shot to win the game. We knew what coverage they were going to be in, and if anything happened, you could take a sack or just run the ball. Hackett said he and, <laughs> said he and Wilson discussed this very thing before they went onto the field. Except Wilson threw the ball away. Ex asked to explain why an incomplete pass in that situation, he said, quote, the ball just kind of went away from him, meaning Jalen Virgil, just a little bit. And the season has just gone away from the Broncos. And maybe next year and the year after that. Their acquisition of Russell Wilson makes the Vikings trade for Herschel Walker look like a steal. And finally, number one, the grand old cluster. At the end of the SEC tilt between Vandy and Florida from Nashville on Saturday, the Gators had first and 10 on the Commodore's 42-yard line with eight seconds left. They trailed 31-24 and had no timeouts. Anthony Richardson completed a pass to Justin Shorter inbounds at the 33-yard line. This brought up second and a long one, or the official score called it two. But for some reason, the side judge and the referee stopped the clock to spot the ball. This allowed Florida the opportunity to get over it. 
When they wound the clock when the ball was on the hash mark, Florida was able to snap the ball. Fortunately, Richardson's pass sailed through the end zone and probably to West Memphis. Ball don't lie. And the game was over one play after it should have been. Why aren't these kind of timing mistakes reviewable and correctable? We've been talking about this here on No Pie Hyperbole since Brad Allen's crew botched multiple times on a Monday night in Mexico City three years ago. These mistakes happen almost every game, but most people don't notice them unless they happen on the last play of the game. We desperately need one person responsible for overseeing and reviewing clock operations in all football games. And that is no hyperbole. Great job as always. Uh, spot on. Putting that together. Thanks to Ken Valdeseri who sent that in. Uh, you remember Ken from the 85 Bears, 30 for 30 was PR for them. Um, and uh, I do now, yeah. Yeah, I, I was watching the game, but not closely enough to see what was going on, and then they ran the play so quick in the game. No one even asked the officials, no pool reporter, anything about what happened on that yeah. last play. What are you guys going to need tomorrow? Uh, this Cowboys game is touching 10 at some books. Yeah, we will need the Giants. Could you believe that the Cowboys might be favored by more than the Bills? I yeah, how about that? How? It would have yeah. been, a, been five yeah. or six points difference in the yeah. spread a month ago. Uh -huh. Right. So you're going to need the Lions. But you're, you're a Detroit house like you talk about. Derek caters to that city and that state. Yeah, but we'll still get Bills money. You get Bills money every week, unless they're the two touchdown favorites. Um, and look, the Lions took out nine people in Survivor, right? And then three with the Packers. So we're down to 74. Right. Public service announcement here, yes, folks. Very important. These Survivor picks need to be in by 10 o'clock Pacific time tonight for the games tomorrow. It's not in the morning you have to get them in. 10 Pacific tonight on the three games tomorrow, and then regularly Saturday at 4 p.m. for the Sunday games. I'll lay a dollar sixty. Uh, no, I'll lay uh, I'll take, I'll, plus one twenty that someone doesn't get the picking of the seventy-four. We've we've had a nice long string here. Yeah, what right. six or seven weeks? This is tricky. For with every, the 10 p.m. People people will be unaware. Yes, people people traveling for the holidays. Proxy can't get yep. a hold of them. What's going on? Who's more upset with Jeff Benson? The people that don't get their survivor pick in. Or the VSIN host slighted by the odds for Betsgivy. There's been a lot of outrage here. Sure. I told you, you make we make us fifty to one. No, I told Jeff you're the defending champs. You but it doesn't. Who cares? That's, that's right. Good as, job. As long as eighty was last, that's all I care about. <laughs> In pocket plays. What we're betting today coming up next. <laughs> This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VSIN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get a 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering at more than 300 tracks, AI assisted picks, First Bet app, easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at vsin.com slash horses. What a time to be alive. Will it stand? Japan? Well, must have been 50 to 1 in play. 40 to 1 in play. And if it stands, it's 2 1 mm -hmm. late. They were down 1 0 in what, the 70th minute? 75th minute, I believe. 75th minute. Yep. Oh, my God. I think that's a good goal, but we'll find out if uh, they overrule it or not. So they lead now 2 1, 84th minute right now over at the World Cup. Fantasy Football Hall of It's good. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul oh. Charchian joins the program now. GuillotineLeagues.com. Happy Thanksgiving, pal. Let's begin with the early game, the Bills and the Lions. We documented this uh, earlier on the show today. Since the bye week, Josh Allen, oh boy, PU <clears> with the numbers. <laughs> yeah. the, he, and by the way, he didn't look good last week again. The ball was not coming out of his hand right. He was missing players by – is he turning around against this uh, Detroit defense? Well, the opportunity's there, but to your point, he's thrown zero, one, and one touchdown since his elbow injury, and they don't let him run anymore, right? The, you know, it, it, no designed runs because they're trying to protect that elbow. And, you know, we saw a little bit of this coming last year down the stretch. That Bills team, in, a, in an effort, I think, to keep Josh Allen fresh for the playoffs, started emphasizing Devin Singletary yep. about this time last season. Mm. And now here we are seeing spikes in usage for Singletary and James Cook. Both of those guys could be in play here. Now, there is an opportunity for Josh Allen because it's the Lions. They've allowed passing touchdowns in every game. And to get this, the last two weeks against the Lions, Daniel Jones and Justin Fields have combined for 200 rushing yards. 
So if they let Josh Allen run, and I don't know if they're going to or not on this elbow. I mean, maybe the elbow is healed enough where they're going to give him designed runs. If they let him run, that rushing is certainly in play. But through two games, basically no designed runs. So you'd be, you'd, you know, that's your risk for sure. Okay. And incredibly, one book tweeted this out, 300 to one before the season. How about Jamal Williams leading the league in touchdowns? Unbelievable. I This is... This is staggering. You know, this this is the sort of thing. In the first couple of weeks of the season, when Jamal Williams was leading the NFL in touchdowns, you're like, oh, that'll that'll course correct over time. Yeah. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Twelve rushing touchdowns leads all running backs and receivers in touchdown scored, and these touchdowns are coming in clumps. They're multi-touchdown games, and Buffalo's given up multiple touchdown games to running backs in two of the last three. You could you could arguably make a two touchdown wager on Jamal Williams, who I think sits is in a g- pretty good spot here. And, and watch the injury status of a couple of guys in the front seven for Buffalo. Greg Rousseau and Tremaine Edmonds both may not go in this game, and that could be a big factor here too. So a good opportunity for Jamal Williams. And Swift is basically out of this offense practically, getting just a handful of carries every game. This has sort of turned into a Jamal Williams offense regardless of the fact that he's, it's not like he's a dynamic runner, but the dude's scoring touchdowns. And in, at the end of the day, they want the points. Yep. I'm going to be on the lookout for uh, James Cook rushing yards props in this game. I don't see him up yet, but there is one book offering most rushing yards only on Thanksgiving Day. He's sixty to one, and you know, based on wow. game flow, his current usage, um, he can't rattle off. I said this earlier, like nineteen for one thirty, and maybe be in play for that at sixty to one. Well, what what helps you here is a bunch of good run defenses that are going to show up throughout the course of the day. That might be that might work into your favor. Dalvin Cook's got a brutal matchup. Ramondre Stevenson could be a problem, but Saquon Barkley's got a bad track record. May we talk about him a little later? There's there's a pathway for Cooks to hit that sixty yeah. to one. I actually wanted to talk to you about Barkley right yeah. now. So yeah. what do you make of him going right. against his Cowboys defense? But I mean, last week it, the, all, all signs were there, right, for him to absolutely yes. crush it against, against the Lions. Did nothing. So what did he do against uh, Dallas? Did nothing. Scoreless 30 yards against the Lions. That's, uh, oh, killing guillotine leagues everywhere. It was a disaster for the fantasy owners. Uh, he has scored or topped 110 rushing yards in eight of 10 games. You know, this was the exception was last week. Um, and he's so overall in the season, he's been very consistent. But the problem that, that worries me a little bit here, Dallas owns him. He's averaged 60 rushing yards per Dallas game in his career. He has scored two times against Dallas in his career. That's it. Now, we want to watch Dallas's injury report as well. They got five starters with questionable tags right now. So we're going to track that one pretty closely, and that could have a, that could have a factor here. But hopefully he can perform more to trend. This whole there's nothing left of the of the of the Giants offense outside of Saquon Barkley. I mean, you know, you know usage is gonna mm-hmm. be there. Wandale Robinson just went on IR. There's nobody left that can make a play except Saquon Barkley. So, you know, the usage will get there. He will have the ball in his hands 20-plus times. Dak's been hot. What do you think he does tomorrow? Since his return, he's averaging 250 yards, two scores, and he's completing 72% of his passes. Dak is red hot. Giants secondary looks great on paper, but they've played the softest set of opposing quarterbacks in the league, and they're going to be without, very possibly, without two starting corners. Fabian Moreau and Adoree Jackson not expected to play in this game. And here comes CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. This is a Dalton Schultz. This is a very nice opportunity for Dak Prescott, one of my favorite plays for the Thanksgiving slate. I've got him way up at quarterback number three for oh. the entire week. Follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Fantasy Football Hall of Famer Paul Charchi and our guest, guillotineleagues.com. He does all of his uh, rankings on there for free with great tidbits on a lot of the players. Really outstanding stuff to check out every single week. So you mentioned the problems maybe for the running backs in the late game as well. You're based in Minneapolis. You've been around this Vikings team forever. Um, Paulie and I are butting heads on this game. He likes the Vikings. I like the Patriots. Uh, Can you kind of give us an idea of who you think is going to win this game? The spread now is Minnesota minus 2.5, and and why you think this is a difficult matchup for Delvin Cook? Uh, it's a very difficult match for Cook, so let's, let's talk that through first. Uh, this is a awesome New England run defense. They rank fifth in rushing yards allowed. They rank first in rushing touchdowns allowed, and you can't even attack them through the air where they rank sixth in receptions to running backs and seventh in receiving touchdowns to running backs. For three straight weeks, no runner has topped 30 yards against the Patriots. That's nuts. Only two backs have topped 62 yards against them all year, and the Vikings are going to be without their starting left tackle, Christian Derisaw. And we saw the his the impact of losing 
Pro Football Focus's top-ranked tackle was on full display last Sunday against the Cowboys. So I'm very nervous about Cook. Reason I'm worried about the Vikings offense beyond that, Justin Jefferson is basically the passing offense. The Patriots have got one of the great man-to-man coverage cornerbacks in the league, Jonathan Jones. He's awesome. He will shadow in these scenarios where an opposing team has got one great receiver. Mm -hmm. He shadows and neutralizes that guy. And the Vikings haven't proven that they can do much of anything outside of throwing to TJ Hawkinson when Jefferson's covered. So I'm very nervous about the Vikings' ability to score points in this game. That's, you know, that part bears watching, but I, I think there's a lot of reason for caution here. What's the uh what's it like there with the fan base? You probably oh, get the God. you probably get the two seed, but I mean you just beat Buffalo, miracle win. Your co yes. your colleague Paul Allen's all over social media, and then you get yes. humiliated so bad CBS cuts away from the game in the third quarter. As well they should have. They yeah. made the right call. We're you know, I I remember they said something like we're gonna cut you now to a more competitive game, which was exactly correct. The Vikings brought nothing. This was this is the regular season version of what went down five years ago. Minneapolis miracle in yes. the playoffs, Stefan Diggs touchdown, and then the next week we go to Philadelphia for the NFC championship game and summarily get destroyed in that game. This was the regular season version of that. And this is life as a Viking fan, by the way, in a nutshell. If you want to know what it's like to be a Viking fan, <laughs> never going to Super Bowls, losing six straight NFC Championship games. The moment you think your team is really special, this happens. That's Viking fandom in a nutshell. <laughs> well said. I, I can't yeah. envision many points being scored in that yeah. game tomorrow night. I, I just can't. No. I mean, this has like 13, 10, something like that written all over it. It does. Now, the way that that could go differently is two ways. Mm -hmm. Ramondre Stevenson is a special back, yeah. and the Vikings' last three games, they've been hit hard by opposing runners. That hit, it, and throwing in a little Damian Harris in there, who's not bad either, that could be a big factor. And then Jacoby Myers, who is like the only guy they can count on in that passing offense. He runs from the slot a lot. The Vikings' slot cornerback is Chandon Sullivan, and he is trash. He's giving up an 84% catch rate in his coverage. So there's pathways to points for New England that, frankly, the Vikings do not do not seemingly have. You can go to guillotineleagues.com, click on Charts Ranks at the top, and uh, get his rankings with basically profiles written on most of these players every single week, all for free, and his podcast is called Fantasy Football Weekly. You're a whiskey guy. What time do you start uh, pouring a little bit tomorrow? I time my whiskey drinking at the exact moment that Uncle Gary puts the yams down his pants. Which will be coming that's, at an early time, I'm guessing. That, yeah, that's roughly, you know, most years, that's <laughs> roughly half time of the middle game. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, right around the time that we're seeing Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, that's when the yams are going down the pants, and I'm hitting the bottle. Yeah, good timing. All right, Charge, happy Thanksgiving. Thank Thanks you, for my time. friends. Have a great holiday. Happy yeah. Thanksgiving. There you go. We have to get our plane for Betsgiving. Yeah. But to fire that up today. It's got to be on a game for tomorrow, obviously. Sure. Can we repeat as champs? Or the favorites. It's going to be tough. With the Chuck. How yep. about Germany? Oh, my God. But people are down. seeing 35, 40 to 1. 30. Oh, absolutely. For Japan and No play. doubt. No yeah. doubt. Have a great day tomorrow. And a weekend. We'll see you. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more from Beeson. Get more from Beeson. Get more from Beeson. Get more from There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L. SHI and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.